0: This podcast is brought to you by the Reform Witness Committee of Hope Protestant Reformed Church in Walker, Michigan. It is our goal to spread our distinct Protestant Reformed views based on the Word of God and the Reformed Confessions. We hope that this message is edifying to you. What is our calling as those who are citizens of a nation? God tells us in Romans 13 that we are to be subject. The first verse, let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. Be subject, God says, which is slightly different than God saying, be obedient. He could have said, let every soul be obedient unto the higher powers, but he didn't. He said, be subject. To be in subjection to the civil government is a broader commandment and included in that broader commandment of being in subjection to the government is, this is the command to be obedient to them. We must obey them, but we must do more than be obedient to the civil government. We are to be subject to them. Being subject to the government controls what will be my attitude toward them. It governs what will be my words about the government. Do I grumble? Do I complain about the civil government? Am I constantly belittling those who hold positions of power? Do I even use social media to complain, to mock those whom God has put in positions of power? What do I teach my children about the government? and about what what must be our attitude toward the government. God's word is, let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. Not just be obedient, but more broadly, be subject in subjection to them. It could be that the day comes where I must disobey, this civil servant of God. If the civil magistrate requires of me that I transgress God's law, then I must obey God rather than man. And on that specific point, where the civil magistrate requires of me to disobey the word of God, I must object to that specific commandment. But even then, when I obey God rather than man, I still am subject to the higher powers, and my disobedience to them on that particular point must be done in as respectful a way as possible. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for the civil government is God's servant. This is a matter of the heart. What is your view of the government? God does not say let every body be subject unto the higher powers, but let every soul be subject. Some might object at this point. Some say you're being too simplistic here. It would all be good and well that we are to be subject to the government if only the government would be doing what it is supposed to be doing. But you must have the wool pulled over your eyes if you do not recognize that the government has become corrupt. The government is failing to use the sword to punish the evildoer. The government is no longer protecting and rewarding those who are doing well. Instead, the government is abusing the sword. The government is using the sword to punish those who do well. And now you are saying that we still must be subject unto the higher powers? If only the government was doing what God told them to do in their word, then I would be subject unto them. How do we respond to those claims? We must not forget the historical context in which Paul wrote the book of Romans. Paul wrote this book at a time when government corruption was rampant. The Jews, God's chosen nation, had suffered for a long, long time under government oppression. The Romans had come in. They had conquered that holy land. The Romans had set up their own rulers in that nation of Israel. They had appointed tax collectors throughout the land of Israel who took money out of the pockets of those Jewish people. It was these Local rulers, or these rulers who were appointed by the Romans, who decreed that the very Son of God be put to death. Pilate himself giving the order that Jesus Christ be taken out to that hill called Golgotha, and that there he hang on that cursed tree. And it's in that context then, when government... Corruption and oppression was at its height that Paul said, Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for he, the government, is the minister of God to thee for good. Faith shapes my view of the civil government. And faith gives unto me the confidence that in the end, the government will praise me. He will praise me because God's word teaches it. Romans 13, verse 3. Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. What a thought. That I will be praised by the civil magistrate. It could well be that throughout my lifetime on this earth, the government disobeys this calling of God. It's a disobedient servant, and he refuses to praise the citizens of its nation. It could well be that the citizens do good and not evil. It could well be that the citizens are subject to the government, that they respect the government, and yet the government refuses to praise the people that it has been called to serve. Though it could well be true that in this lifetime, the government does not praise the citizens of the nation, we may have the confidence that the day comes when the government will do what God has commissioned them to. To do. The day will come when Jesus Christ returns for that great and final judgment. And then Jesus Christ will take his children who have done good, and Jesus Christ will draw them unto himself, and Jesus Christ will declare unto them, You are righteous. You, my children, are righteous, not because you were so perfect on this earth not because you always obeyed my commandments or the commandments of the civil magistrate, but you are righteous because I have given unto you my righteousness. You, my brethren, are righteous because I gave up my life at the cross for you. And then, in that judgment day, the civil government will hear Those words of Jesus Christ and the civil government will be forced to acknowledge and to praise the goodness of those who have been justified by the blood of Jesus Christ. After all, they are the minister of God to thee for good. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, teach us to be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but those that are ordained by thee. Wilt thou be with our president, the rulers of our land, that we might lead a quiet and a peaceable life. Forgive whatever was said or done in sin. Forgive our sins with the blood of thy Son, in whose name alone we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. It is our hope that it was edifying to you. Please subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to them to be notified as future messages are published. We welcome you to join us on Sundays for worship at 9.30 a.m. and 5 o'clock p.m. You can find more information about us at our website, hopeprchurch.org. Also, you can follow us on our Hope Protestant Reformed Church Facebook page. And you can email the Reform Witness Committee with any questions or feedback at hoperwc at gmail.com. Thank you.